An avocado, fruit or vegetable? Go. All right. Yeah, Here we go. Feeling? Tuesday. Feeling all right? Yeah, I'm feeling all right. I um, had a little migraine issue today. Still kind of happening. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. Tuesday. Thank you. Day after uh, Native American uh, Remembrance Day, as I like to say it. That's right. I hope the uh, hopefully you had a good uh, good day yesterday. I did. Celebrated. Uh, we actually we worked a little bit. PJ didn't show up for work, but um, <clears throat> what was your excuse yesterday? Uh, my excuse. Were you celebrating the holiday? Uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Yep. Hello. There you go. I'm You're a little close today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, that means go. <laughs> uh, it means move farther. Uh, what'd you do yesterday, Peach? Yeah, so yesterday uh, my mom was in town, so I spent some time oh, with family. Yep. Nice. Oh, good for you. Very good. Always nice to do that. We worked a little bit here. Um, we had some people in town, and uh, we got some work done yesterday. But yeah, I have a... Um, wow. Plastic so, straw. So to Paper. Paper straw. It's good it's because, you know, plastic straws, I think there's like three to five or some, I forget what millions of straws go to waste every year. And a lot of them get caught in turtles' noses. Oh, no. Have you seen the, Why do they the Facebook video nose? of them actually like ripping out? This would be a good one to put on there uh, right here, hmm. Brianna. Like you actually rip out like with pliers like the straw that's in the turtle's nose. That's horrible. Okay, so, so Papa Kwan's coffee shop owned by my dad, he actually uses paper straws. Gets a lot of complaints about it because it starts to kind of get flimsy, a little limp. Well, you have to drink it quicker, but I, I think it's, it's quite nice. Um, the firmness is actually taking, yeah. you know. Take so me back a little bit. So today started my day like I normally do. Dropped off my daughter, went for a run, um, came back, did my meditation, had a little bit of breakfast, and as I was cleaning up for breakfast, I noticed that I saw, started to see like a little swirl. And so what I'll do at that point is I'll look at like a blank wall, and I start to see definitely a swirl. And so what that is, that's an aura of a migraine about to happen. I was like, I was like a hundred and ten percent. I was. Like ready, ready to roll. I was ready to have sex with Tuesday and just like have at it. I like that. And um, as soon as I see it, it's so deflating because then you're like, oh, for the next four or five hours, it's going to suck. Oh, man. And so what, what actually happens is, and I don't know, I hope hope no listeners have this, but I'm going to bet listeners get this, is you start to see this like little aura start to get bigger and bigger throughout 20 to 30 minutes. starts as like a little speck and then just gets bigger and bigger. What color Two, is the aura? It's all different types of colors, wow. but it's kind of like... Have you ever like looked at something really shiny and then looked away and you still kind of kind of see Absolutely, it? Absolutely, the Ima- sun. Imagine that like constantly like kind of like spinning and swirling and isn't that? Are you sure that's not just like relapse from the solar eclipse and looking directly at positive. it? <laughs> positive, positive. All right, uh, cool. But what happens is it does that for like twenty to thirty minutes and it gets to a point where you just. When I say you can't see, it's it's not like everything goes black. It's just that everything turns into like that big swirl where literally I just can't make you out. I'm sure light and you, and you is lose affecting you too. Peripheral vision and everything. So what I've done, and I like to live a natural, healthy lifestyle, but I try to get ahead of it. So I'll have like a Tylenol, or I. But even I don't Good even question, like doing that. Though. So like, do you look at Tylenol as something that you shouldn't be taking if you're a natural, healthy? person it's got its uses right if you're in like if you're in excruciating pain from a headache guess what tylenol works right exactly um why suffer is my yeah and if and is there a like is there anything else you could instead? yeah there's different like supplements and maybe if it's if like if you have an inflammation of of a certain body part Mm -hmm. or whatever you can take some natural anti-inflammatories like turmeric's a really good one and things like that but from like kind of like a natural headache cure i mean really nothing beats tylenol or aleve or ibuprofen or whatever it is and i don't I know there's differences between them, but the downside is that since I don't take a lot of Tylenol, yeah. it does like get me, it makes me feel a little bit nauseous. So did you notice like we went to lunch, I was yeah. burping a lot A lot because I was probably on the fence between throwing up and, um, and not throwing up. So that's why I kept burping. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You did pretty good. It's like, I, I was not you ate a, your lunch. I ate, yeah. Sushi. Got it down. Got it down. Um, but it sucks. It's just, I used to get these things. They started when I was probably like 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first time I got it, I was playing basketball and I was sitting on the bench and I saw this and I remember just like trying to get my dad's attention. I was like, I can't see. <laughs> and, um, and it kind of like, it eventually went away. And I, thank God the coach didn't put me into the game. Like I want to go in regardless, but I, <laughs> I literally been sitting there waiting for a pass and gone over my head. <laughs> um, but then like, it probably happened six or seven times a year. Um, and then I cleaned up my diet. I got really healthy, but it still plagues me probably like once or twice a year now. And it just sucks because it's not like 
you can just see it and you're like, oh, the rest of my day is going to be like this. You know, but I try to keep positive because guess yeah. what? You and I have to travel tomorrow and this has never happened. Knock on wood. Like I know the, the stats are my favorite. I'm not going to get one tomorrow. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go through a little bit this day, but guess what? I'm not going to get it tomorrow. Good, 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 good. So, hey, how, um, how long do you meditate for in the morning? Um, it all depends. Um, and do you have a specific goal when you meditate in the morning? Is there something, like, do you have something you go into and you're like, I want to get better understanding or conquer this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so anywhere between 10, 15, I've gone in there long ones, like 20 minutes. Um, and my routine is where I just kind of call my, we all have a bunch of stuff running through our heads, you know, business, family, fun stuff, bad stuff, anxieties, worries, good stuff, good stresses and things like that. And so I get to a point where I kind of calm that. And then I do a kind of like drop into a more quiet, like still mind type of um, space. And I try and get to that at least every time. Sometimes it doesn't happen. And I've learned to not beat myself up if that happens. I tried, you know, we'll, I'll have at it again, either tonight or tomorrow. What's your success rate <laughs> percentage? 50, 50. It's so funny. Cause I hate putting numbers in this thing, but, um, I would say it's a hundred percent because if I sit down to do it, I win. Um, but if actually stilling your mind and getting to the quiet space, I can get, I can get there pretty consistently now. So probably seven, eight times out of 10. Um, but I also know now that like sometimes it's just not in the cards to get still at that point. Um, but I don't beat myself about it. So, and there's like a lot of things. So you asked like, what do you do? What are the goal? there's this kind of talk about setting intentions and things like that. And I'm not huge into that, but like when I was battling anxiety and fear of death, um, like my, my goal was to get over the fear of death for six months and it finally happened. Um, but the, uh, like now, like there's certain things like basically I go in there with the intention of getting still, um, because eventually things will work their way out. Right. Now, what happens is like you start to get these thoughts and you, you, the whole thing is to let them go and not attach to them. But you'll get to deep things like you'll get to like I've definitely cried like you've, I've cried after once because you'll come up with you'll hit a spur, certain let's say it's um, uh, part in your in your mindset where um, it's something about your parents or something about grandparents or uh, a loved one or whatever and the initial reaction is to run away and stop your practice and, and leave. But the best thing you can do is stay with it to try and learn from it. And so, um, you know, we, we all operate on some spiritual level, whether we know it or not. And it behooves us if we try and harness that and be more present with that spiritual side of us as uh, to operate on a daily basis. Have you You're going to teach me. Yeah, I've tried a couple times. I, I will say that every time that I um, try to meditate... I get better and better or I get deeper and deeper into a state in which I feel like a little bit of calmness and not much going on up there. But I'm a maniac. There's like, it's nonstop. It up is there. nonstop. And but like, I like that. Like, I appreciate that about you, yeah. but it would behoove you to, to maybe to just away. to quiet. No, it's not even running away. Oh, it's actually, it's actually trying to understand like where those thought processes are right. coming from. Right. Cause there's this, this is consciousness. There's this consciousness, consciousness that's in within all of us. And so we spend every single day kind of doing all the stuff we're programmed to do. Like we get down, get on my computer. Oh, this person said to me, said this to me, so let me react this way. I have to go clean a diaper and I, feel, and I hate that, but you know, I react this way. And it's trying to really kind of see beyond that, like what is happening beyond that. And so I can get to a point where uh, like... I'm not just operating off of like these pre-programmed notions. It's I can understand that this is just kind of like, you know, what you call it the physical form world, form world where it's fun to play, fun to do all these things, fun to do business, fun to play on a swing, fun to go on a boat. And it sucks when people die and it sucks when people get hurt and you kind of play all these different things. But there is something deeper that's going on there. And to be able to explain that is literally the hardest thing. And so you could also, this got really religious here for a second, but some, you could also say that's God because you can't really understand God. If you look at the Old Testament, if you look at, you know, Jewish people don't like saying God, they say Yahweh or you know, they won't even say it. They'll say G hyphen D if they write it out. But it's kind of true. It's like you can't explain it. There's no way to physically put it into words what God is. And so that's been in my experience of kind of connecting with the consciousness behind it, which is part of this bigger whole of things in which we were all part of. I got to turn down the air conditioning real quick. Keep it going. Talk. Uh, I blacked out. Um, yeah. So what, what? What about you, PJ? I was gonna say I'm a big meditation person. Are you I, really? Yeah. No, I actually. I, didn't know that. I would. Oh, you didn't know that. You know, oh yeah. No. And so that's, I, and that's yeah, why I stereotypes. Was that all are bullshit? Bad. The stuff that I just said? No, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought no, it was great. No, I thought it was the opposite. Um, 
I, I try to do it like 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening. It's easier in the evening because it's, it's like cow morning shit. in a rush usually. Um, but it totally helps my focus and I feel like more relaxed throughout the day. When did so you, you start doing it? Yeah. I started doing it. Um, my mom actually recommended it to me because she did it. And I think it was like two years ago. So yeah. it was about Is 20. there a name for the practice that you do or uh, what? So there's an app called um, Headspace. Yep. Yeah. And so that's what I've been doing. And then, But it's cost money for past the 10th one. So I just like do the 10 over and over. Sure. Yeah. And do you actually like feel yourself meditating and, and getting to that place that, that everybody speaks of or I kind of like, yeah, like, so obviously it's, it's tougher when you start out. So something usually I have a thought pop in my head and like after like 30 seconds of like thinking about it, I'll like be like, Oh, it's like, Whoa. So I go back to like thinking of like, yeah, nothing. yeah. You're just supposed to concentrate on your breathing, right? That's essentially uh, yeah, the way you, breathe, yeah. well, actually I'm always the, the contrarian when it comes to everything. Right. Um, the, the whole goal of it is to get still. Right. And so, concentrating on breathing is a good exercise to get you to become still. But if all you're doing is think about breathing and thinking about certain things, you're still kind of in your brain, brain mode. And the whole point is to kind of go into that, you know, that nothingness, that quiet mode. And I think headspace and all this stuff is, is excellent or excellent tools to do that, to kind of start getting people into the meditation practice. But as I also urge people to, it's like, get to a point where you can do it without it, right? Where you can say, oh, you know, I'm traveling and I don't have my phone on me, which rarely happens. But like, let me just kind of quiet down at that point. Because I think that that's human, humans need to, and I'm not poo-pooing what you do. I think it's absolutely fabulous. Um, who, I would just say, you know, it, um, it's almost like try to do it without the app too. Mm-hmm. Um, because we become so connected to these things that, you know, if we say, what might actually happen is you might be somewhere and be like, I really could, you know, I need to meditate now, but I don't have my phone, so I'm not going to do it. That's a problem, right? You should be able to stop and do it whenever you need to do it. Um, but I think those things are great and they're great tools for, for getting into it. Um, it's just a matter of transcending that and getting to that deeper space because we don't need phones to connect to that consciousness that's within all of us. I hope is that cool? No, you know, that totally makes sense to me. To me, I kind of almost like picture like kind of like gears in my brain, like recycling my brain, even though that sounds crazy, but that's kind of what I think. It definitely yeah. sounds crazy. I mean, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Looney Tunes. There's no way you can get around that one. <laughs> no, that's, you know, it's it's and as mo- as you do it, you start to kind of recognize these patterns in your head that you loop through each time, and then you eventually get to the point where you you you, you drop, you kind of you know experience this it's almost like it is a peace. It's a peaceful feeling of just nothingness. And so this is what the Buddhists call, you know, it, uh, Nirvana, nothingness, openness is what, and all these different religious things. And it's funny, like if you actually take a look at all the different religions, like, and I know that religions and I even give them a little bit of a bad rap because, you know, majority of them are, to, you know, majority of them aren't used to do good in the world. They're used to really hold people back. Um, but they all have some really good things in them, which all really loop together, whether it's Islam, whether it's Hinduism, whether it's Buddhism, there's all the kind of the central theory of one being good to yourself two being good to others, not necessarily that order, but then also that kind of that theory of God in each one mostly has a different name. But if you actually study it, it's kind of like this oneness thing that we're all part of, but that you really can't explain what it is. Now there's that typical, um, father figure in the sky with a white beard and white hair that, you know, I often joke about, which I actually need to do a better job in my life. of not joking about that all the time. Um, but that's a, that's a more recent times kind of like westernized depiction of God when I don't think that that does God justice. It means, Sorry. That's okay. You're drinking your, your nice coffee. Um, but my paper straw, um, it's, once you full and it's it's you can't fully understand it on this level of consciousness, but once you experience a little bit of that transcendence into, you know, this nothingness, this consciousness, it's it makes a lot of sense while it also brings up so many more questions. Sure, which is kind of cool at the same time. Yeah, very good. Was that good? Did you follow that, or did you completely? Uh, I blanked out towards the end, okay, but cool. I got you for the most. No, I'm kidding. That was um. He was meditating. The I yeah stillness. <laughs> Uh, no, I was always taught, um, my neighbor actually created an app and, um, I was always taught that the way that he did it and he suggested that I do it as a beginner is to just focus on your breathing. And then when things would pop into your brain, go back to focusing on your breathing just totally. in and out, in and out. And regardless of whether, cause I obviously have not, not gotten to that point that I, I ultimately want to get to, but, um, I do definitely feel more calm and still and relaxed. 
and not like such a neurotic maniac that I normally am. It, when, how, when have you been doing it? You didn't tell me I this. do it occasionally. I do it occasionally. Whenever I feel like... You uh, just do it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, and I, I should be doing it every should. day. And I, should I be probably doing it twice should. A, PJ's crushing okay. it twice a day. I probably should do it uh, in the morning. It, would you say that that's probably the best time to do it? You do it when it works well for you. See, yeah, okay. Great. This is great. It's like anything else in the world. In other news... No, I'm kidding. Um, so... But it, it's funny because we talk about these devices, and you were just reading this article. I was reading an article, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was reading an article about the guy that, I think his last name is Rosenstein, but he invented the, the like in 2009 that you put on Facebook. So, like, Steve writes something cool, and I'm like, Matt likes this. And um, so he, he created that, but he actually is now no longer using Facebook and limiting his, uh, not using Snapchat either in his social media um, because uh, he basically just feels like he's just too much too much engagement with the phone and 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 it leads to like it, it, i'm sure this happens a lot in your life and i'm in, in everybody's life where you're having a conversation with somebody whether you're the one conversating you're the one using your phone there's really not you looking me in the eye i'm looking you in the eye and we're and we're having a full on conversation there's that third party there that's right. taking that attention away from having a deep conversation. I didn't, I didn't read the article, but I had a few people tell me about it. And from what they told me was that this guy feels really badly about it because you know, you have this, it's this like, it's this dopamine effect of how many likes that I get, you know, how many, how many people like this, how many things right. can I like type of deal. Right. And so it just becomes like you're becoming more and more attached to this device, which is taking away from our personal connections with each other. And part of that also article was, you know, the little, like when you pull down to refresh. More than 2,000 like times blank. a day. 2,000 times a day we do that. What, pick it up and look at it? Touch our phone 2,000 times. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? And he, he came, you know, he was saying something that um, you hear often, but it's kind of interesting to think um, that he said, you know, sometimes positive things have negative consequences. Right. So it's really positive that we're able to connect with our loved ones and our friends and no matter where you are in the world. Yeah. But it's also negative at the same time that it takes away from doing um, other things in your personal life, whether it's having a conversation you know, on a deep level or or being as productive as you can. Check the Facebook stats at work, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, but I think one of the biggest reasons why people don't like social media is because they tend to try to like, they, they compare themselves to others too much and it makes them feel bad, you know, with the likes and everything. Well, isn't that. And I couldn't agree with you more. Isn't that what Instagram is? I mean, right. essentially, this guy's on a vacation. This girl's on a vacation. Her vacation's cooler than his. Are they even enjoying their vacation? Because it looks like they're spending most of their time trying to take cool pictures for other people. Right. Yeah. For them to be jealous of their vacation. That's why I do it. That's cool. That's I why like Steven that. goes on vacation. To take I go on vacation to, to post photos on to make myself feel better. Because people like, hey, you know, sound like a blast to go on vacation with. Probably, <laughs> I'll have fun too. But, okay. um, right. good, 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 good. but you know, what's actually crazier to think is that so our generation, this generation, is pretty much like even like millennials. We're the last you know, ones. Man. We are the we are the last ones who remember a time without phones, right? Because there definitely was. I mean, sure, you're a young guy, but you yeah. still remember a time without phones. Yeah. My daughter had, will grow up just with. This will be her. Like she knows nothing she else. She ever other than needs that. to know anything. All she has to do is go, "Hey Siri." And so it's uh. one of those things. Do you? How do you harness it? How do you try and you know fight it? And I don't think you fight don't think it. We can. But it's it, and it's funny. Like I have, if you think about kind of like artificial intelligence and artificial worlds and stuff like that, we all live in it anyway. It's like when you're when you pick our phone, and I do it too, and you load up mail or you load up whatever, and you're you're involved here. You're not here right now. You're in that other business world right now, making things. And these now kids, these kids these days, but now kids like on Instagram and Twitter and all these different things, like they're in that world. And can they disconnect from it? Right? They can't. Can they disconnect from, from it? it? That's that's the issue that that. It honestly, it concerns me, but I don't want to sound like an old curmudgeon man. Do it, I, you know like what I mean. Do. It just concerns me that we're just too focused on well, okay, what's going so let's on go on down that tablet. Like, what concerns like you about it? The relationships in our day to day lives are let's number they, one. You know, I you know, I just feel like I don't know. It just it, I was it not. That's that's it, a not a good way to propose. It sounds so cliche, that. but like you grow up, and as a kid, you come home from school, you do your homework, and then you go outside and you play with you your play. friends. Yeah. 
People don't do that anymore. No, they play video games. Right. And which, don't get me wrong, video games are awesome. I played uh, video games too. Sure. You know, um, but yeah, there's no element of, of, of neighborhood in right. a lot of situations. And, and, and your first what? See what? My, my daughter's five. She has one. Yeah. Mm. But it's not connected to the actual service. She only gets Wi-Fi. Okay, guys. Yeah, but nowadays, so it's like an iPod. All, nowadays all you need is Wi-Fi. Yeah. I know. You basically do everything. I know. But you know what? At the same time, like when you say that, my initial reaction is like, you're a horrible father. But then <laughs> my secondary reaction is like, well, you know what? It, it is the way of the world now. And if you are going to make that choice to not have your kid have the technology that the rest of his or her classmates have, you're going to ultimately be putting them behind. Even though I don't agree with all of it, I still feel like that's the only solution you well, have. We, we do a good job of trying to balance it out, which is like the TV's never on at our house. Now, granted, you could also call this a TV, right? So the TV's yeah. never on at our house, but we do a lot of stuff. All daily TV. Whether it goes on... You know, whether we're on the whether we're on the boat or whether we go swimming or whether we go to the beach, right. we try and do stuff like that so that the phone's not involved. There definitely are times. As I check my phone if anybody texted me. There's definitely <laughs> times though when I wish I'm like, oh, you know, she's just being just a brat. Can't she just get on the phone and just like relax for now? Um, but it's, you know, I, I think it's one of the things that we're gonna have to learn. How do we deal with this extra, you know, thing in our lives from a parenting standpoint? Um, but it can be a good thing. Like she definitely like on the way to school, like we talk, but like sometimes she doesn't want to talk. And I was the same way when I was yeah. little. So I would just be like a little dickhead driving to school and just, you know, not say anything. So she'll pick up her phone and she'll, um, and she plays this one app, which teaches her like how to spell and she, it'll give her like, that's great. It'll give her the word like, right. you know, at golf. And it's like, make two words out of golf. And so she talks to me about that. So it can be definitely used for some really good things. No, like that's that. great. You know, the other thing that bothers me is text messaging. What bothers you about text messaging? It's impersonal. It's impersonal. So is email. It is. It is. But emails, you're you're not texting really to do business, right? Um, email, I look. I, you know, maybe maybe that's just me. I look at email as more of a, a professional business type of communication method these days. Um, with all the social media available and, and other avenues to communicate. Well, texting is super casual, right? It's super casual. But I could say something and. Um, it can be taken seven different ways. There's oh, just yeah. no emotion behind it. And, and Lord Boy, there's knows emojis I like to now. controversial things. <laughs> Casual, but we've hired half our employees over text messages. Yeah. Yeah, we have. <laughs> well. No, I was through email. It's cash. You were through email. through email. So. I think Jeff was actually through text message. <laughs> really, Jeff, you showing up or not? What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. I just think about that. We have. like We, we, we communicate I with was, I, prospects I, mine was through, text message. through text message. Yeah. So I've never communicated with anybody for business purposes through text message, except for if I was at like a conference or something. I'm like, hey, we're still on for seven at Starbucks, right. something like that. What about know? voicemails? Do you leave voicemails? Uh, ten out of ten times, you have to. Wow. Ew. For business, so you have to. Mm. I know. This is the thing. It's like I just don't like the whole future. But even <laughs> for me, for business, I like I won't leave voicemails. I'll. Well, it depends. Like if it's like a one eight hundred number. I'm whatever. a sales guy, Jake. I know. And uh, I don't. No, wanna you're, leave, I don't want to leave voicemail either. But I have to. You're a TV, you're a TV <laughs> show host. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Can somebody get me makeup then? <laughs> I had this really good idea. When are we going to start getting donuts and bagels? I don't know. Uh, uh, we should get sponsors. Yeah, who can we? We should reach out to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> at Brooklyn yeah. Water Bagels. Where's our bagels? Um, but speaking of that, do you know what just is shutting down at the end of October? Oh, I just got an email. Burlington from them. Factory that opened up on North really Lake last week. <laughs> AOL Instant Messenger is shutting down at the end of oh October. My God. Did you get the email from them saying they were shutting down? I haven't checked my AOL account in a while, um, yes. but. I mean, we grew up in a world of, I mean, and it's so crazy because that's how I actually got on the internet the first time was America Online. Uh, yeah. I remember I was in like fifth grade. like Mom, in, get off the phone. In chat rooms <laughs> talking to people. And I remember like I was, for my school, where I was like, I was the first person like whatever be on like the internet. And so I remember going to school the next day and being like, oh my God, I just talked to somebody in California. They're like, how did you do it on the phone? I was like, no, I did it on the computer. And kids were like, what? Tell me all about it, right? Did you wear new balances? New balances? Yeah. No. Oh. Vans. Hmm. But anyways, but like that was a, such a novelty that you would actually talk to people in a different area than you that yeah. wasn't on the phone. And it State, was, country. It was amazing. What did you say when you got into a chat room? What was a the first thing you said? <laughs> Age, sex, location, ASL. chat. ASL. With like hyphen. Um, yeah. 
but it was a. Uh, but that's how it started. Oh my god, thirty-seven from yeah. July <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. 100%. One time I was sixty-two from. Oh, that somewhere you took it too far. Yeah, <laughs> I did. They're like, oh, everyone else was seven. I got kicked out of the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, it's something that like helps build all of this cool communication stuff. Whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, everything it was. You know, it had a little bit of of a hint of AOL yeah, Instant yeah. Messenger, and then of course, you know, it, um, your away messages. Like, I don't know if you remember that or. Oh yeah. So cool. Away message. And you'd always put like a cool, like, yeah. you know, music line or something. Off, yeah. like, scaling Mount Everest. <laughs> yes. Wednesday. Because <laughs> you would have, because you'd have your away message, you have your profile below it. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness. Good times. So it, they're shutting it down. Just nobody's utilizing it anymore? I imagine not. Yeah. I can't believe it lasted this long. 2017. I mean, so it probably, AOL started maybe like 1990, years. something like that. Let's see. Uh, I mean, like, more than AOL. I want to say like ninety five is 97. like twenty. Yeah, it'll be twenty yeah, years. Okay, so I, so I was instant right. messenger came out because yeah. there was like instant messenger on its own in AOL, and then it branched off. Right, from right, right, right. Got I, it. I actually was always AOL. I never really used AIM, the the separate thing. Same here. Yeah. Same here. But I, you know, I'd it's basically the same thing. But AIM was was a separate platform. Right. But right, right, right. You're saying buddies. Oh, buddies. Who started AOL? Time you know, Warner, Steve Case, Time, Time Warner. <laughs> <laughs> no, they bought. <laughs> well, um, no, it's 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 oh my. amazing how that it what it did, and then obviously that it's wrapping up. It's, it's, I feel like we broke this news premature. It, it was we like talked about last it week. Last we week. talked about our aim. aim yeah, games. we did. We, we did. did. We did. Well, What's we that? Did. Heard it first. You heard it first. We we predicted Man. it. Tweet about it. We should have probably SEC filed or something like we didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, it, it's it's amazing. Um, one of the things that we, when we were at lunch, um, mm. real quick, kind of like when a pull around the room, uh, fish tanks, you for them or against them? Oh, for them. I had one in my old house. Loved it. Didn't have to clean it though. So love them. What? Love them, but they're horrible. Okay, they're horrible for the fish, but they're so cool to look at. It, it, PJ. Before. Animal torture. Oh, I like it. Went right okay, there. We went right down, didn't we? Do you like them? Are we are we talking about like a bowl for a goldfish or like a? We're not talking about the Why zoo aquarium. Talk about like a five hundred gallon. We're talking tank. about we're like, talking about a fish tank, and the first thing that comes to your mind what a fish tank looks like. At least that's what I think we're talking about. Are we talking about that? Like what we saw at lunch today. Yeah. Okay, so it's circular, and it goes floor to ceiling. And it's about 20 feet high and about six the, oh, feet wide. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you for or against that? There's sharks in that one, too. There's eels. No. Eels. Yes. Eels. There's not sharks in that one. I think there is. At Dive Bar in Jupiter, yeah. there's not. I ruined it. I'm sorry. There's mm. two eels. Um, they're lionfish, a couple snapper, a couple grouper. I don't know. We should Jeff, call that four that fish yeah, tanks yeah. against fish tanks. He mm. likes it. Gosh, See, you guys, I'm with you. Like, think about it. Like, <laughs> what, what did I say? Didn't I say I like them, but I think they're horrible for the fish? <laughs> I like how you're hedging there. I like it. Thank you very much. Uh, well, don't tell me you don't look at a, a beautiful... Uh, but what did you say today? Like, you're a fish. You're like, oh, I'm going to go this way. Go, go, go. Donk. And then he's like, <laughs> go, okay, I'm going to go this way. Go, donk. There was one fish. He was up at the top, and he's just staring down. He's like, I'm going to jump. I'm going to do it. <laughs> when you... They look so depressed. You have dogs. When you first got your dogs, did you cage them oh um, we talked about this yeah we did to um, you did for doesn't for, matter though i like the question a potty training standpoint we did we did and wasn't that what, hard what's when worse yeah. that or or putting fish in a tank putting fish in a tank i think there's there's, there's no i mean that's it there's that's no death end. sentence right De- there. literally death sentence death sentence you don't think there's a difference between uh, getting a fish from the, the pet store versus going in the ocean and taking a fish out of there and putting it in there. I mean, they're both bad. I mean, I think the ocean thing's far worse. But but a fish that's like raised to be sold in a in a pet store. That's I mean. I mean. Wow. Jeez, like a little algae eater. Just like sure. he was destined to live in that fish. tank. You know, pufferfish can live out in the ocean. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They can also say, live PJ? in the tank too. Yeah, I, I just kind of think a dog's life matters a little more than a fish's life. Ooh, oh my yeah. god! And, and that's what—that's why, why I do think you that's say much that? worse. You don't think a fish has feelings? 
I'm just saying. Don't, like, I remember you saying no more than a week ago. You were like, when I go fishing, it's really horrible when we catch these no, fish. No, it is. But I just think like the emotional connection between a human and a dog is like a bazillion times more than a fish and a human. Sure. I mean, there is that there is that interaction because the dog can actually respond. All to right, you let me ask you this question thing. then. Hmm. PJ. Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what about a cat? Yeah. Um, <laughs> are more than a fish, but not as much as a dog. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. I am no, I am no longer the most controversial person on this podcast. Yeah, that's that's probably the most controversial thing people have said on the air. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Okay, so this is all personal, and I feel bad for that. But I'm just gonna be honest; it's all personal. But I, I think I, you can make the argument that the emotional connection between a person, a human, and a dog is more than a human and a cat. Even though, mm. what's your evidence? Oh, I have. I used to have a cat as a kid. I loved it. But um, it. <laughs> hmm. Was it a her Sorry, or him? You didn't say it Charlie. Was, was yeah, him. exactly. He it said it. Um, it. Argument. Um, probably you walk dogs. You just they. Come oh, so home. walking something actually defines it as being. No, mm-hmm. listen. As much as I want to throw him down a hole right now, I couldn't agree with you more. You don't walk. Let's throw him down that. No, hole. no, no, no. You you don't you don't walk a cat. Right. You can. I don't ever want to see anybody walking a cat with a yeah. leash. Ever in my life. If I ever see that, I'm going to go to that person. I'm going to say, what's your phone number? What's your address? I'm what sending about, over What about control. walking your toddlers on leashes? Oh. I, we, there's two toddlers in my neighborhood, and this lady, she's like, mm. oh, no. it's horrible, man. It's horrible. And then you see these kids, their backpacks, they're running in the airport. Next thing you know, boom. And you're like, mom, chill. You got to get them whiplash. But hold on. I've always made fun of them. I was always against them until you have kids. Because what, like, and we haven't done them, and I won't do Don't travel if you have kids. But That's the rule. But think about it. If you have this little hellion that just won't, like, get under control, but you need to go somewhere, it's not bad to have a leash on them. Oh, wow. I automatically. And, it's really, and by the way, it's really not a leash. It's a backpack, like a monkey on the back with like a long tail. Okay. Oh, totally. Uh, okay. <laughs> what what <laughs> does right. that say more about the, the child or the parent? Yeah. I, it all, like, That's horrible parenting. If mm. your kid is running around like a maniac, you're obviously not a good parent. Mm. <laughs> That's I, I disagree because there are some no kids idea. that are just, <laughs> just poking the bear. Yeah. There are some kids that are just genetically little assholes that are just... <laughs> That are just oh like running God. around. So, so the parents an asshole. No, so the parents are angels. Genetically. No, but that doesn't necessarily mean they got it from there. Maybe the grandfather's an asshole. Yeah, okay, right? It does skip. I think it skips generations. <laughs> old, old racist, which would make me. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uber asshole. Um. Any. Mm. Anywho. So we're all. So we digressed here a bit. You think fish tanks are bad, but cats are awful. And no, I, 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 oh, oh, I never say cats are awful. For the record, I said dogs are just a little bit. PJ scale. I agree. Dogs, I'm more of a cats, dog person. Fish. I respect the cat thing. We have a cat that comes by every morning now, and we made the mistake of feeding it, and so now it's just always oh, there. And um, but it's cute. It's adorable. I go outside. I pet it. It rubs up against my leg. It's like, but it's like super quiet. It's like, why is it so quiet? You know. I, I don't, tr- I don't trust them as much as a dog. That's what though. I'm saying. You look in their eyes, and their eyes are just like. Mm. Yeah. They have the same eyes as like alligators, <laughs> snakes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that any of that's true, but. Yeah, yeah, same eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> look that up. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, National Geographic. Uh, I just wanted to. Uh, I-, I brang something up last week about. You brought the, something up, not brang. Mm. Oh, sorry, Teach. Calling more attention to it. <sighs> sorry. Well, Go it's good because I never good. correct him, so <laughs> it's fine. Sorry. Um, I brought something up last week. What was that? Last week. And uh, it, it was basically... This is an um, apology? Is it is it a fruit or is it a vegetable? Uh. And I really think we should start <laughs> implementing that segment. And I have a couple things written down here okay. that I'd like to test your knowledge on whether it's a fruit. This is just business sure. stuff. And then I had some... It's just whatever. Uh, so we'll go around the room. Uh, we'll start, uh, over here with Jeff. Um, Jeff, an avocado, fruit or vegetable? Go. Fruit. Jeff says a fruit. We, we did fruit. this last oh. week, right? No, we didn't. We guessed on this one last week. No, it's, I'm assuming a, he's it's gonna 100% tell us a fruit. It is a fruit. Okay, good. That was the warm up. Uh, black pepper. Black pepper. A spice. It's a trick question. It's a spice. It grows off a plant. It's a fruit. I don't know. Seeds. I don't know. <laughs> Are you making this up? No, no, no. I looked it up on the internet, and no. not, nobody lies on the internet, so it's real. <laughs> um, 
All right, let's do another one. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Pick a good one. Peas. Vegetable. Fruit. Legume. Ooh. Legume. He's getting technical. I'm, I don't. No comprende. You lose. It's like a bean. Beans are beans are. Like so fruit. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So basically, rule of thumb, folks: if it has seeds, it's fruit. Period. So is the pea the actual seed? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> olives, and olives. That'll do. Yeah, it cucumbers for fruit are fruit. Vegetable. Olives, fruit. Olives is fruit. Olives are fruit. Yeah. I blew my mind this morning. Anyway, you guys should just play where is this the written, Where is this written down? <laughs> They're gonna right mark that there. off the list, and we are your turn. Done. Anyway, um, we're probably gonna have to get rid of the fruit or vegetable segment because I went, through, <laughs> I went through the toughest ones, and we're pretty much done. So uh, I'm gonna need you to take the lead on the next segment. Next week, strawberries, <laughs> fruit. Um, so seeds. seeds. Last segment we could probably spend hours on, mm. um, but we're not. Mm. Uh, but we should probably talk about it a little Sad bit. Face. Is um. So there's this massive film pro- what is he? Film producer, film Harvey fund- Weinstein. What the is he? Pro- the Weinstein company is a, a big production firm out in Hollywood. Yeah. And they produce a lot of different a movies. A lot uh, of successful movies. A lot. Of successful ones, right? A lot. Okay. And um there there has been rumored for a while that you know there was a uh, what is, like what is he? Is he a film producer? Is that what it is? Like I don't He's know. He's a pr- so so he owns a company that film producer essentially okay. produces films. So he's got hundreds of people sure. that work underneath him. So and so pitches him, "Hey, I got this great idea. We got Adam Sandler. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Okay. I and, need a hundred million. And then, what and then he goes to Harvey's, like, I want to produce this, and he's like, I'll green light that, or I'll say nah. Gotcha. So basically, these are the like people think that Hollywood actors and actresses are what controls. No, Hollywood. he controls Hollywood. It's actually the people who have the money that actually do. And then what, uh, which one do you want to tell about, PJ or, or, or Matt? PJ, what actually happened? Okay, so what happened was apparently... I need more mic out of you. Yeah, sorry. Um, women came out and said that he that he was sexually abusing them. And actually, uh, there was a model from, I think, Italy today, Steve? Yep, you saw yep. it. Yeah, who came out. What and, was her name? Uh, Michael Neal. Steve will look that up. You you keep giving us the, okay. the, the turkey. Up. Right. So all these people came out and basically he's under a lot of heat from, well, it looks pretty, to me, it looks pretty convincing that he did sexually abuse all these women. Mm. Then wh- where was the initial report from? Well, I think he admitted to that, didn't he? Well, I don't think that's a question, right? Yeah. He came out and yeah. now there's a lot of, a mm. lot of actually people coming out. Now the recent, the, the recent one today where there was a report that said right. that he raped people too. Right. Oh, yeah. rape. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But so you can go to jail for that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, totally. So this is like not over for him. But here's like here's a here's a really interesting part for it though. Is so he was um, sexually harassing women, um, actresses, and I think some of them even named here in the reports were you know uh, Rose McGowan, Ashley Judd. Oh right? really? Oh yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. I didn't know and, that. Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing: is they couldn't talk about it because they had he actually their they settled they settled with him. So basically, you sign an NDA, you sign yep. an agreement that says. Yep. All right, you know what? I was wrong. I'm going to give you $100,000. I think Rose Regalon got $100,000, but you can't say anything. And so for the longest time, she teased it. So like, there's this there's this predator in Hollywood that everybody needs to know about, but she can never say it. So, mm-hmm. and it's and it kind of it, it puts them in an, in an odd place because you know what? You know they can't say anything, but they need to uh, get the word out about it. But you know what? This is crazy because all of the stuff that's happened, you know, on the you know with. Bill O'Reilly yep. and all these other conservative-based guys, and now you have like one of the you know most elite, most powerful men and men in Hollywood. Where all of these we talked about, like all these like liberal, um, liberal Hollywood, you know, hangs out with and you know and and sucks up to. Well, he's just a, as much as a dirtbag as the rest of them. Oh yeah, right? and so it's it's so. I don't know why I said that like that. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> and it's you know it's just like what is it about these men that just feel like they can just touch people and do things and i I feel like we talked a little bit about this and it was it has to do they're so out of touch with reality you have that much money and you you know he doesn't probably it happens in all walks of life right you know there's poor people that do that too it yeah 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 i'm sure listen it's not yeah it's not relegated to your financial status but 
I think that these people don't hear no very often, mm. and they have a lot of money, and they think that and he's not a good looking. Like, he's not a good looking dude either. I, so I this not. is just him taking advantage of his position. Yeah, power it's just power. And, yeah. It's power, power, and money, and so now do they motives, do they write him off completely in Hollywood? Do you say? Like all these movies that were made with Weinstein money, do you take the Weinstein name off? Listen, of it? at the we end do. of the day, if the movie's good, the movie is good. The movie, the, the, the sure. actor, the enough. director, they have nothing to do with Weinstein grabbing women, in my opinion. So I don't think you can say this movie was produced by the Weinstein company. We can't. We have to boycott it. You know, they did the right thing. They got him out of there, and he's you know he's he's gone, and and hopefully uh, the culture will will um, improve. But mm. I don't know. What do you think, Jake? Uh, you boycott movies that they produce. I don't watch movies in general, so they so all. So you just boycott movies. I just boycott <laughs> movies. In I just like I actually lean very. You could say conservative on this side, which is like I think it, the the amount of money that these actors and actresses are paid is is absurd, right? And for them, just because they have a place on a massive screen and make millions of dollars, right? They have a, they have a massive following, and they start spewing whatever type of ideology that they have. And some of it I actually think could be good. Some of it is like, why are you doing that? You know, it's kind of stay in your lane type of thing. But I think everybody has a voice. But I just think that a lot of America is just tired of being talked down to and saying, well, just because you think that doesn't necessarily make make me think that. And I think that uh, that liberal Hollywood has made themselves out to be like this holier than thou entity when, eh, you know, the king of liberal Hollywood isn't that great. Yeah, exactly. And so... Um, I'm not to say that all of liberal Hollywood is, is 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 bad, but you just need to be careful with with getting behind and and and, and getting on your moral um, uh, what's this thing called my horse moral horse your moral soapbox mm. and saying like what I say should be law and what I say should we, we need to look at ourselves and it comes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast which was beginning of the show I don't like the word podcast um, beginning of the show which is I think. Everybody would do a little bit better if they meditated every day, right, PJ? And you do a little bit more introspection rather than saying, I need to put all my views out on you and you need to do what I say. You need to, we need to stay a little bit in our lane and learn a little bit more of why we feel this way and, and try and understand why when people react, why do we get triggered and react certain ways? So I always bring it back down to introspection, which is, you know, I look at the guy like this and I'm just like, what a, you know, I would never put myself in that position to, to do something like that ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but what can I do, you know, in my immediate world that can help, help fix some of that. Right. And so it can be, I'll always be respectful of women holding the doors for them, whether it's sexist or not. Right. Brianna always hold doors for women. Um, you guys really should watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. That was the whole premise of the first episode. What's that? Holding doors for, for, for women. Yeah, so it's a question. We like <laughs> I actually asked Brianna this. I was like, is it sexist that I hold doors for women and not men? Yes, it is. Uh, Why would you not hold the door for yeah, anybody well, that needs to go into a place? Right. Okay, all right. A guy walks up and a girl walks up the exact same time. You hold the door for both. How do you do that? Just pull the door open and wait you for just, both of them to go through. Yeah, you you're just, not telling me your gut reaction is to hold it for the woman? No. My gut reaction is to hold the door for anybody walking. Huh. Yeah. My immediate gut reaction is to go hold it for the woman. Open the door for well, the Well, I mean, I think that's better than holding it for a man, I suppose. They're a little bit, you know. Does that make us sexist? Yeah. I, I hold both for men. I think, it's, I think it makes you sexist, buddy. Okay. I got to be honest with you. Hmm. Okay. I need a win today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I hold the door for anybody. I actually... That's something that I'm very conscious about because when somebody Not looks old people, at though. me, fuck them, they can open yeah, their fuck door. Yeah, old people. Uh, <laughs> when somebody looks at me and then like because they have a decision to make, they're like, okay, well, I can either hold this door for this person or I can right. just keep going about my business. And when they don't hold it for me, I have like a lot of anger. I'm totally them. I do too. I'm like, you are a piece of you know. Did you uh, but introspect introspectively? You are thinking that you deserve the door to be. You're trying to hold them to a certain value and well, a certain I, a certain, a yeah. certain expectation, when really you should just walk on through. Yeah. Well, I hold the door for others, and I don't. I don't. I don't. You know what? Actually, I am pretty messed up, aren't I? Because <laughs> I I hold the door, and if you don't say thank you when I hold the door, mm-hmm. I get even more mad than if you didn't hold the door for me. <laughs> so let me so, so what I do is to make me feel better about me. I'll just go. You're welcome. 
Yes. In that that really condescending, sarcastic. But oh, what, no if, problem, what if? What if? Yeah. No have, problem. I have nothing else to do today but hold the door for you. Well, I mean, but again, put yourself in their shoes. You're what if? Fired up what again. if their mother just died? What if? What if they're like yeah, not yeah, yeah. consciously? You're, you're probably, that doesn't happen every day. You're though. probably right. People's mothers die every day. Not when you hold the door for them. Oh. I think you're trying to make an excuse for people that should just do more. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think there's. I think it behooves us to open the door for people, men. It may, maybe I need to do a better job of holding it for men. Maybe I think I you should because. But here's the thing, like, all right. So, oh, here's like, so you know the doors that open inwards, right? Yeah. Inwards. You're behind. Let's say a woman. You're behind, and so we go, or a man, whatever. You want to open the door. Yep. Do you rush in front of them and, and push it and do one yep. of these things where oh, it's yeah. like all awkward? I went across the way here. Or or oh do you? And this is something I try to like figure out with my wife too. Or do you rush ahead of them, cut them? Go in first and then hold it. That's what I do. Is that also not like a dick move though? Because you're cutting in front of them. No, but you're 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 showing them that you want to hold the door open for them. Let yes. me get that for you. Interesting. So that's okay to cut in line to do that. It's it's understood. Of course. Yeah. It's it's socially because I hate the like the whole like you're kind of like and sometimes because the door you, your arm yep. might not be that strong. You're it, kind of well, like. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Eh. Well, it depends how odd. heavy the door is. Yeah. But that's why it's a good move to just go ahead. Hold it, and they, they, they'll appreciate it. Is it an impact-rated door or not? <laughs> <laughs> the, like those doors at the, uh, at the mall? Oh, those my are God. very heavy. I don't even, those op- have to I don't even open those. I just barrel roll Ooh. into them. I go in the handicap <laughs> side. Press the button. Yeah. There you opens go. up. Yeah. I was, I was always the kid, like when I'd go shopping with my mom, she'd go into the department store, and I'd just stay at the door and hold the door open for people the whole time while she was Really? There. Oh, yeah. Ma, you were a good good person. What happened? I don't know. Where'd I could see you on? hiding, like, in all, like, the clothes, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's Steve? Panties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's in the lingerie section. Never seen these before. <laughs> uh, interesting. Okay. All right, so look, I guess we're not sexist, right, Brianna? We're good? We're good. Okay. Cool. Is she, like, the moral high power of sexism? <laughs> Man with a baby. Yep. And a woman, mm. not married, not together, are walking up, and you have to hold the door. Is this an F. Mary Kill situation? Totally. Oh. Who, do you, who do you hold the door for? You press the handicap button. Man it's black with and a, white to me. Man with the baby. Yep. Or woman. Or a woman? Yeah. Who do you, you have to choose? Why do you have Why to, can't I, I, I open understand. the door for just both the, of them? Just the way the door goes, you have to, it's like one of those bifold doors and you can't hold them for both. Why you, do you, don't need to open two doors. You do in this, you do in this one. You don't. So no. who do you, who do you open? You I'm, I'm holding you it for the woman. sign in front of the other Hold your woman, what about you? Hmm, for the woman. Yeah. I, I, the dude I, I should be able to, to jockey that. both. I mean, who, come who on. What are you doing? Actually, I should have took that approach. This is my problem. No, I'm going with the baby because here's the, babies trump everything. They do. Was that a Trump joke? No, not at all. No. Because, and I will say, people are so friendly to you when you have a baby in a stroller, with your, whether you're on a run or walking. Like, wi- like old women and walkers will get off the sidewalk for you to go straight through. And I always say, thank you so much. Well, it's because they're, do it again next they're probably time. mothers and they they've totally understand birthed children. And yeah. they can probably but here's another thing about kids too. Guess yeah. what? Guess what about those old people? They want to touch your kid. That's unacceptable. And they literally say, "Can I touch her?" It's easy to say no until like this cute lady who's, and it doesn't happen real quick. It's not like, can I touch the baby? It's more like, oh, how's it going? What's her name? Well, she's so cute. Can I see her? Sure. Yeah, she's close. Then she's close and she's, can I touch her? And she's been so nice. It's so hard to say no. It is so hard to say no. What's that? Do they ask? I've you never to, said no. Do they? Ask it's so you to, hard. Do they ask? Those you old to touch ladies her? Get, they put a trance on you. They yeah. say, "Can I and touch kinda, her?" Yeah. That's a weird can way to say her? that. Can you say, "Can I hold her?" No. Oh. Well, but that has oh, happened. God. Why? We I were at our favorite restaurant, Corner Cafe. Um, you can't. You wouldn't let an old lady hold a your lady baby. Literally said, "Can I hold her?" And I was holding her like this, and I was like, "Sure." Yeah. And yeah. she held her. Yeah. So. And then she immediately, but I knew that she was going to cry. So I was like, this is going to be really quick. Oh, yeah. You're perfect. You're like, oh, yeah. She usually she hates never you. cries with Sorry, strangers or other people. You smell like formaldehyde. <laughs> yeah. So, not yeah. sexist of us. Yeah. Um, you feeling good about today? Good? I'm feeling great. Better? I'm feeling great. Am I going to uh, get a call later? That I'm says, not I polarizing. Uh, you guys actually look like worse people than me today, so I'm really <laughs> happy me. about that. Good. Yeah, you should feel good. You did all right. PJ skins cats. PJ's like night. a Whoa. animal hater as a whole. And Jeff, we'll give Jeff a pass. We'll ask him another question tomorrow or something. Awesome. Um, where can we find you, Matt? That's you it. can find me. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's we only it. got like one battery left too, so we gotta that's wrap it. it up. You can find me at uh, Jake Carney at Jake Surfs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I was asking Matt. I was like, are, he's like, I really should. Um, he has a Twitter account. Yeah, you know what t- it is? I, I think Matthew Delando Business Development. I think so. Is his Twitter handle? That's not surprising. I, I don't even know if that's truly it or if it's still active. <laughs> it's probably like a five-year-old like tweet about like a latest Forbes magazine. No, I've article. never, I've never tweeted. I don't know how. Never tweeted. Won't even try to figure it out. No. Not Do you have an image? Default image? Mm. It's he's an egg. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. I just wish it was like 1975 where we can just like, you know, just go do just like normal things. And just and be like, hey, how's it going? I'll see you next week. Great. You want to go to the bar? Sure. You really would like to back to 1975? Oh, my God. I just was born in the wrong <laughs> generation. The music was so much better. Like, can you imagine being able to be like, hey, what are you doing for a night? I'm going to check out the Stones. Or I'm going you can to still do that. Uh, yeah. You have well, I'm to going pick. to see Led Zeppelin, or I'm going to Woodstock. What? You it's have the to coolest pick. thing ever. You grow up in the '70s, or you grow up in this generation and get to appreciate everything. '70s, '80s, '90s, 2000s. But you see, you know how much more you appreciated back in the day because none of this existed. Do you though? Because I don't know. Back in the day, like it's that's just that's just the standard. Now mm. I feel like we appreciate it more. Well, knowing what I know now and living. In the generation I live in now, I could mm. never go back. But if I didn't know that you could like, but knowing take what you know now like, and going back into nineteen, could never do it. Oh. You could never do it. How could you do that? Spy who shagged me. Austin mm. Powers. No. Um, but have you seen like? Um, I know we're wrapping this I up. I don't know. But have you seen like the like the guy Too time bad. traveler guy that you've seen like boxing matches like from like nineteen seventy or eighty? He's an alien. And I he, told you they look like an, humans. And he's, he's he's taking a picture with a cell phone and like in like nineteen eighties. Have wow. you seen this? No, I didn't know they had phones until like 2000. They yeah. didn't. Okay, so what am I missing here? So some people he's think a he's a time traveler. Oh God. There, there's also this is the other problem a with the world. Person in like 1920. What time travelers? Pictured yeah, with a phone everything. in their hand too. This is everything. We'll <laughs> Photoshop, guys. Photoshop. No, it's real. <laughs> it's so real. We'll okay. save that for. I gotta episode. go. I got things to do. PJ, you doing all right? It's been a blast. Good. Uh, good. Follow me on Twitter. Team Arata, and I'm Team Followback. So I need you to say that slower. Team so Followback. Yeah, you'll get a followback. Wow. Nothing wow. to lose. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing to lose. lose. Follow me. Guys, playing for keeps. <laughs> playing for keeps. Well, thank you guys, everybody. Thank you. Um, we will be. We won't be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's a travel day for Tomorrow's us. travel day, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but uh, we'll be back on Thursday for this. And then Excellent. Friday, you probably won't do it, but I'll maybe get a guest host or somebody. I don't know why you got to call me out every Friday. <laughs> every Friday. It's just like, hey, he's probably not going to be here. You said we will we will be back Thursday? Yeah, yeah we Thursday back. we're back on. Cool. cool. We're trending on Thursday. Love it. Cool. See ya. Oh, see ya. I missed that one yeah, badly. The hoop was down. The hoop's actually. down. Oh. <laughs> you, you had no chance. <laughs> we'll see ya. See ya. <laughs>